Welcome to Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole. Financial solutions for what your everyday issues may or may not be. You're going to tell me all of the issues that you may have, and we're going to write a prescription just for you. The doctor's session is in order. I want to welcome all of you to Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole. Today, we have a very exciting show simply because I have this concept, this belief, this idea that if you and your friends are not talking about money, you need new friends. So the two guests that I have on today, Misanji Grandi and Jesse Simpson, the fourth, are people that I've known their entire life. They need financial solutions because in 2021, as many others have, they've gone through starkly different transitions in their lives. And so the doctor is on the scene today. We're going to write a prescription and allow them to get to know you a little better. And so everyone considers me to have an Irish twin, but I am the elder sister of uh, our first guest for the day, uh, Sanji Grandi. I'm so excited to have her here with me. I know we look alike, but how are you doing today, sis? I'm fine. I'm Thank good. You. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole. I think this is the first time I've ever asked you to really, you know, truly be on something that's outside of the scope of Generation X. You have. Right, because... I usually stay out your business. (laughs) But I'm grateful that you're here today. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is because COVID-19 really has been extraordinarily trying for many individuals. And in the tail end of 2020, you went through a transition that impacted you ultimately financially. It didn't start off that way, but it ended up that way. And so why don't you take us through where it is that you were in December 2020 so that we can uh, let the audience know a little bit about you. So at the end of December 2020, um, I went through an emotional awakening, if you will. Um, I had been dealing with, like everybody else, the changes that were going on in the world. Um, So many deaths were happening. So much death was happening around me. And so I went through a period where I was depressed and wanted to take some time off of work. Um, Didn't really know where I was going in life. Um, Just really wanted to take a step back. Um, So I took a sabbatical and um, really just kind of sat down and tried to figure out where I wanted to go in life. (laughs) And I took about, I would say maybe eight or nine weeks off. Um, and really just tried to figure out what direction it was. And that kind of bridged from the end of November into the end of January. And so when I returned in January, not just to work, but to what I would like to call the new me, I came back very focused. And when I say focused, it was like about a life-changing personality, not just personality, I want to say call it personality, but life-changing um, situations. Um, I wanted a new job. I wanted new circumstances. I wanted to really turn my entire life around. And so I had gotten really spiritually grounded, um, spent some time really meditating, figuring out who I was, um, decided to make some real life changes changes like I wanted to buy a house like all of a sudden things that I hadn't really gotten serious about before I really firmly planted my feet in and said this is what I wanted to do and so so it became more of how was I going to get there 
So you came and so, extremely focused, and I, I just wanted to interject. You came yeah. extremely focused, and you are, uh, you know, a higher up in uh, the secure um, the in the insurance industry. Yeah, security. Not securities, but insurance, property and casualty insurance yeah. uh, industry. And um, in your commitment to being focused, you first was, um, you know, appointed um, Elite Woman of the Year and made the cover of your industry magazine. Talk about yeah. focus. What drove you um, and, and, and allowed them to say, this young lady is someone that needs to be watched in this industry? Um, I just kind of knew when I came out of sabbatical that I was going full steam ahead and that nothing was just going to stop the vision that I had for myself. Um, you always say it took you 30 years to become an overnight success. And so I've been an expert in my field, which was high net worth insurance at the time for 30 years at that point, pretty much. And so when I came back, I had also really heavily gotten myself involved in diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I just I got very involved at that point. And so it was my efforts in diversity, equity, and inclusion also that got me recognized and noticed at that point. So the elite so, woman was followed up. Yeah, I know you're going to say it. I am going to say it. I'm going to get there. Yes, I'm going to get there quickly too because I know we ain't got that much time. Uh, but the elite woman was then followed up by me getting a second cover to insurance businesses Hot 100 because I not only made myself recognizable once, but twice, because I did not let my foot off the gas. When I said I came back out, reinvented, rejuvenated and renewed, I really was focused as to making myself very visible and very known. And this came with, um, you know, a transition of your job to which yes. you got a six figure increase off of top on top of what was yes. already wonderful. So yes. your transition, uh, you know, not only just from a from a uh, an emotional perspective, led to a financial transition where now you had to start thinking about goals and objectives and and dreams in a totally different tax bracket. Tell us a little bit about that. I noted already that you said one of the things that I wanted to do and really focus on is get in the house. What else were you thinking about as this new windfall of financial exposure or expansion has come your way? So as I mentioned just a minute ago was, I had started getting into diversity, equity, inclusion. And so insurance is the thing that I know. I know it like the back of my hand. It, it's the thing that I know. It's the thing that I've been in for the last 30 years. But my passion was now starting to pivot towards being more involved in diversity, equity, inclusion. So I got this crazy thought in my head, like, what if I could do both? What if somebody was just crazy enough to hire me? to be an expert or to be able to do both of those things at the same time, because one will definitely pay the bills because I was already at a six figure salary doing one. But what if somebody was just nuts enough to let me come in and do the other, because that's where my mindset was going. And so I began to pray about that in June and somewhere about November, somebody was crazy enough to let me do it. And not only were they crazy enough to let me do it, they literally almost doubled my salary six figures to allow me to do such a thing. So yeah, from one end of the year to the next, my salary and everything that uh, I had literally doubled and allowed me to those things that I wanted at the beginning of the year, be able to see them not so far down the road, but like in a short-term goal. So I could get the house, I could get a brand new car. I could do all those things that I wanted to do because 
financially now, I'm in a much better place than I was before. And, and not that I couldn't afford it before, but I think I just kind of was tiptoeing around. Well, you know, I, I got a high class taste. <laughs> so I want to talk about the fact that you have a milestone, um, you know, birthday that's coming up as well. Some of the things that you want to do is kind of walk into, you know, this new place that you're in. Um, but I do also want to uh, recognize those items. They are material and that's a beautiful thing. Um, but you also have some financial goals that you'd like to achieve. So where would you like to see yourself at the end of 2022? Uh, well, I definitely will be will be in my house. Uh, I will have my new car, <laughs> um, and I just want to find myself in a place of comfortability. I, I, but you know what? That that that's kind of an understatement because people that don't know me will think that I'm not comfortable, which I am and have been. You know, I I live a life of comfort. I get to go where I want to go when I want to go. And, you know, I have at least three vacations a year, so it's not like I'm living an uncomfortable life. But there's this 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 space of financial freedom that we all want, where you really just feel like I don't want to worry about anything ever. And so at the end of this year, I really honestly feel like I'm going to be there. Like, I'm not going to worry about it at all, ever. And right. I know that that's achievable. Right. And so I, I'm excited. One of the things that we didn't touch on because of everything that's going on, uh, you know, in this and, and your your story is so uh, encouraging to individuals is that you also establish a consultation business. Right. And so I'm going to include that. As you guys may know, I'm listening to us today. Uh, Miss Grandy has provided us with some information that has given me a little foresight on where it is that she's standing. So I'm ready to give you your prescription. I, I, I'm very uh, excited about what it is that you have been able to accomplish. Of course, I'm a very proud sister to go from, you know, elite women of the year to top 100 and doing what you love to do. So the first thing that I want to encourage you to do is, um, you know, to remember as you ask as I know that you do now to continue to share your story with individuals because when they're in transition, they find themselves stuck and not believing that they can have the faith to do what you've done. You put out there what it is that you were looking for and it was critical. Someone responded to the desire that you had. And so I think that that's equally as important about where it is you want to go as well as where you want to go financially. Regarding the house that you desire, the first thing that I want to encourage you to do is to determine what which zip code you would desire to live in and began to research, uh, you know, the cost that it would, um, it, it would cost to live in that particular area. And as you begin to do that and you determine it, what you're able to do is begin to save accordingly. So for example, if someone was uh, in your position and they're looking for a new home and they are going to look for something that may be, as an example, a $600,000 home, how much would the mortgage be? How much would the taxes be? You know, what am I paying now versus what it is that I will be paying when I move into this new space uh, overall and begin to save the difference between what you're saving in your, your current accommodations to where it is that you're looking to go. What it will do is it will govern your, your behavior so that you know you have the affordability for that level of house. You Some people can determine whether or not they have the ability to go in this type of house, you may say, you know what, I'm a little comfortable. I can step, step it up and I can look for a house 
at 750,000. That's what you need to make the determination as to where it is you want to do. I also want to encourage you to revisit your 401k. Make sure that you're increasing it now being in a different different tax bracket. You want to see um, how you can best, um, you know, maximize on not only the employee contributions, but the employer as well to ensure that you're beginning to save because your lifestyle is drastically altered. Anyone that gets a six-figure increase, their lifestyle is drastically altered and you want to make sure that you're stepping up. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. And so make sure that with this milestone birthday that you don't cut yourself short in any area. Be responsible, maintain the budget that you have ensure that you're capable of handling all of the expenses. And finally, one area that we didn't get a chance to touch on, but I know that you've set up the infrastructure, take advantage of the fact that you now have a consultation business as well. When you are at this age, and it's a milestone age, you know, we all need a baby, a house, or a business. That's my way of saying we need tax write-offs. And since, uh, you know, you're in the position where children are not something that you're going to consider moving forward, you want to make sure that you understand the tax laws that are available to you as a small business owner so you can leverage some of that new W-2 income with your own consultation business overall and begin to leverage the tax incentives. Uh, I believe that you have so much to share with the world. I'm very excited and honored and privileged to be your big sister, but thank you. Is there any questions that you might have for the financial doctor today? Uh, no, and I'm, I'm only because I'm biased to have the best CFP in the world. So no, <laughs> I'm pretty straight. <laughs> thank but thank you. you. I'm honored I, to be a guest on your show. So. Oh, well, listen, I'm excited to have you. That is none other than the elite woman, top 100 person of the world. And I can say this, she is also my kid sister. Coming up next is someone else that is also near and dear to me. I have known this gentleman his entire life. And one thing that I know is that as a parent, he is my son. We are oftentimes concerned about the welfare and well-being of our children. Jesse Simpson IV is an amazing, I'm not biased, but uh, you know, just a little bit. He's an amazing young individual. And in uh, the beginning of COVID-19, just prior to that, he, he took the time out to develop this amazing business and then COVID-19 happened. Welcome to Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole. Jesse, how are you today? Hey, hey, Dr. Nicole, or do I get to say ma? Like, how does that actually work? <laughs> it's quite all right. You are able to say ma. Why don't you take us on the journey of where it is, how you built up your business, Ivy League Entertainment, you know, and then COVID-19 hit. Why don't you just share with us, the, you know, all of the challenges that you had, the work that you put in and where you felt like you were at that period of time? I want to say the top of 20, no, 2019, going into 2020, I had established my karaoke business. It's an entertainment business overall, but we specialize in karaoke. Um, we were doing, you know, three to four nights, every single, you know, doing it big and enjoying ourselves, making sure people felt like stars. And then uh, COVID hit us with the quarantine. And so I had to literally shut my business down. Um, as a gig worker, I wasn't able to go and actually be in my actual bars or, you know, family establishments. So all of the funds that I had 
uh, coming in was cut. And unfortunately, I was not granted any of that uh, nice uh, government money that people were getting. Um, so I had to change uh, positions and do a different route. So that way I can keep my crowd. I decided that I was going to go uh, live on Instagram weekly. So that way people could you know, still feel the karaoke magic and still be able to have fun while we're all quarantined. And um, it was cool for the time being, um, but it still didn't help that I still had to now go and find other ways to work, um, joining like a cleaning company and eventually having to put a little bit of a hold on karaoke. Um, and it's slowly getting back uh, to where it used to be, but with how COVID is now, it's just... Uh, kind of kept me a little stagnant, stagnant with my business. Um, and I now have the aspirations of having my own uh, house, you know, kids, um, which I'm pretty sure you're happy to hear about that because, you know, never really said anything about those and all of that other jazz. So um, now I'm finding myself having to revamp, rebrand myself um, and switching gears just a little bit. Uh, and trying to figure it out <laughs> i ended up getting a big boy job uh, that had benefits and things like that so that way i could make sure that the basics was covered but now it's a rebuild process and still managing having my business at the same time so you said a few things that was interesting one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on is because you have endured what many others have endured um, when we look at the impact of um, COVID, how businesses literally have had to shut down. Some other individuals have been innovative and have established businesses. You have inverted or have done the opposite. You just identified that in the midst of your transition, you got like what we call a big boy job or what have you. How did that make you feel? What did that look like for you? What were you seeking after, you know, in making, um, you know, making that level of transition where you now have to be accountable to, you know, um, a corporation or a major company, uh, you know, uh, to do the work where you historically have had the freedom and the flexibility to create your own schedule and um, your own income? Um, it definitely felt like a uh, setback. And um, I could even say that there was a, a period of time where like even depression kicked in because I couldn't do the thing that I love as freely. Um, and then going back to work for someone when I I had became my own boss, it just, it was like a serious blow. It felt like a setback. Um, but working has allowed me to get the stability so that way I can now go, all right, what can I do to make my way through this? What can I do to, you know, go to the next level? Um, and even put into perspective, what exactly did I want during this time period? Um, because before it was just surviving. Now it's how do I survive and still thrive in this season? Um, just to, to be better all around. So you indicated that several things that you want is you now can see yourself as a homeowner. Uh, you know, you can see yourself as a dad, yay, uh, you know, um, as well. And then you also indicated that you are uh, in the midst of recovery uh, financially, what are some of the um, things that you would like to see yourself achieve by um, December 31st, 2022? 
well, I would love to be back um, working again in my actual field um, with karaoke, um, getting back out there, um, but more so being able to have a space that I know that wouldn't get shut down itself um, because of the precautions that would be able to be set up for the location. Um, it would be nice to also be able to get my credit and things like that together so that way I could start the process of, you know, trying to get a house um, and even being stable enough that, you know, being able to have kids down the line. So I want to be able to have the financial stability or at least the framework that I can start building on going forward. Okay. I want you to begin to think about a number overall, but I think that, uh, you know, our uh, opportunity has come. I think I know everything that I need to know about you. And so I'm ready to provide you with a prescription. Are you ready? So I'm ready. <laughs> here's the first thing that you need to know. I'm very glad that you did not feel like you needed to do one versus the other in terms of your business. And so if you so desire not only to revamp and to continue to expand on that which got shut down pre-COVID-19, i.e. your, your entertainment company um, uh, uh, that includes or specializes in karaoke, I want you to continue to begin to do that. I want you to focus on really monetizing what that is and what that looks like. Like how much money are you bringing in? Because what has happened is the um, dependency that you have financially is no longer on you being the entrepreneur, but you do have that level of stability. So very closely monitor the amount of money that you're making in, uh, uh, you know, your entertainment company to begin to utilize that for the additional dreams, because you're looking at expansion overall. And that's a wonderful thing. Uh, so if you just in that regard, begin to focus on how much am I bringing in? How many gigs am I picking up? How much revenue is being derived from that? Uh, then you have a basis for what it is that the company can do moving forward. The second thing that I want you to do is now that you've gotten your big boy job, want to make sure that you're utilizing all of the incentives that that particular company offers or extends to you. And so you want to make sure that you're actively involved in the 401k and if they offer other incentives, other incentives that may reduce your tax liability in the current year, you want to be able to do that as well. Uh, making sure that you're getting started with a foundation in your 401k, at least to the dollar amount at minimum of what it is that they are matching you dollar for dollar or 50 cent on a dollar. You want to take advantage of what it is that they have there as well. The other thing is because you're young, Jesse is 31 years old, um, will be 32 in uh, 2022. Uh, any insurance options and opportunities that you have, you might want to take advantage of the fact that you're young and you're healthy. It will become a part of your overall financial freedom simply because you want two things that you mentioned. You want a house eventually and you want uh, to be a father. And so being able to get insurance while you're young and healthy allows it to be at a lesser cost. And so it can also um, serve as a a retirement supplement where you have a cash value. So should you have a desire to let go of that big boy's job and expand on your business, you have a vehicle that can initially, not all on long-term, but initially be used as a saving mechanism overall. And then you want to set that goal. You want to set a financial goal that gives you an opportunity to do multiple things. Wait, before I do the last part, let me also say you're focused on and you're looking at your credit. 
pull your credit um, reports. There are three credit agencies. You want to pull all three of them. You want to see where it is that you're standing. What fell short during um, COVID when you couldn't pay the bills and begin to confront what is on your credit report. You want to be able to communicate with the individual, see what it is that you can do in terms of payment arrangements overall and so that you can get your credit up to good standing. Uh, I think that's something that can be done alone you know, but if for some reason you're finding yourself being challenged in that, then get an accountability partner, a credit recovery specialist uh, that will help you um, in doing that as well. And that will be your first step in terms of the desire to get a home. And so it'll make sure that it will, you know, correspond with that. Don't try to overwhelm yourself. Now that you have this level of stability, set a, you know, a dollar amount that you are committed to saving out of this income that you have now and um, just begin to build on it. Don't be overwhelming so much so because oftentimes when people are young and they look at how far they've come, you know, or how far that they've fallen beneath where it is that they thought they were being and then you are in a rebuilding process, sometimes we run so fast that we fall out of steam. Don't allow that to happen to you. Come up with a realistic number, sit with your financial advisor, come up with a realistic number and then what you're able to do is say, I want to save X amount of dollars and then based off of how many pay periods that you have have, uh, know that incrementally setting that apart day in and day out, each pay period will help you to get to the place where you're looking to go financially overall. It is something that is totally doable for you. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that you have not given up on your dreams overall. As a mother, you've made me happy as well. So I thank you for that uh, also. And I just want to say to any and everyone that is out there, I hope that the information and advice that has been given to you um, um, given to Sanji and Jesse has shown you two things. One, it may have shown you the fact that it doesn't matter if you know someone, everyone needs a financial transition at each different intervals of their life. Today's show was about Jesse, just so you know, people that are in transition. And sometimes, you know, we realize, well, I just know someone, but I'm glad that you were able to come and sit with the financial doctor so that you can have a strategy or a plan or a prescription that was ideal for you. Thank you for having me as well. Do you have any questions for me? I do not. I do not. Thank you. As I stated in the beginning, and I'm going to say it again, if you and your friends, and obviously your family too, if you and your friends are not speaking about money, you need new friends. Everyone needs someone that can hold them accountable financially. And so if you would like to sit with the financial doctor, reach out to us. We would love to get you on our couch. Our hours are open. See you soon.